today on Locked On Ducks Hockey. The tributes continue for Kobe Bryant as the Ducks defeat the Coyotes. All of this on today's Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. TGIF, welcome everyone to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, your tour guide through this ever-loving season of Ducks hockey, I guess. Uh, Don't forget that you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And you can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. I'm going to keep this show rather short. It's kind of an abnormal show because I was going to talk about something else specific, but Obviously, with the big news of the week, the passing of Kobe Bryant, it has not only rocked the sports world, it has completely shocked the sports landscape, especially here in Southern California. I've been seeing it everywhere since the news broke on Sunday. You know, I mean, the all-star skills, it felt kind of somber on Sunday. And as the news continued breaking and breaking, it just got worse and worse. And Wednesday night at not only Staples Center, but at the Ponda especially, is there were some touching tributes. And I'm not going to talk about the games themselves on this first segment. I'm going to talk about the feeling around everywhere on Wednesday. And I'm going to start with the Ponda. Obviously, this is a Ducks podcast. And, you know, the tribute was very touching before the game. Uh, The players came in, you know, with their whole tribute to Kobe Bryant uh, the fans, a lot of fans came to Honda Center wearing Kobe jerseys, whether the number eight or number 24 jersey. I will just say, speaking for myself, I have more than a couple of Kobe Bryant jerseys. In fact, I have, I want to say four different Kobe jerseys. Yeah, at least four different Kobe jerseys. So I was a bit of a fan. I mean, I went to his first game all the way back in November 1997 sorry, November 1996, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I went to his last game in April of 2016 against the Utah Jazz. So I definitely am a fan of Kobe. That last season, I saw his 60-point game. The last one, I saw his 38-point game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I mean, me and my buddy Paul, we actually made YouTube videos about that on Kobe's last season. I mean, they're up on YouTube but um, I got to give a shout out to my buddy, Paul, also known as Borsch. Yeah, we made some cool videos back in the day. So it it still kind of hurts and it's still kind of sinking in. So seeing all the fans decked out on Wednesday, that was really cool. Before the game itself, there was a 24 second moment of silence. Well, first off, it was Angels Night at the Ponda. That was kind of secondary. I mean, it's sad to say that the Angels night at the Ponda was kind of secondary because the big moment before the game was the moving tribute where before the game, the lights all turned purple. They showed all nine names around the Jumbotron. And I have to give a lot of credit to our wonderful PA announcer who held it together and asked for a 24 second moment of silence. And he asked everyone to raise their phones turn on their light and that's just an amazing view to see everything else completely pitch black except for most people's cell phone flashlights denoting you know a ray of light for Kobe and Gianna Bryant 
you know, it's it's a moving it's a moving experience. It's a very moving tribute to someone who meant so much to the sports scene here in Southern California. So once again, just a tremendous job by the Ducks, by everybody that was there. It was moving. It was touching. I mean, I don't know what else I can say about what the Ducks did. It obviously still hurts. I mean, you know, I gave quotes earlier this week from current Ducks and former Ducks that obviously loved watching Kobe. I know, you know, Ryan Getzloff had his statement, you know, Tamu was really sad about it. Just all around the hockey world, people are sad about it. And I'll go very quickly across the way to Los Angeles, where, you know, players came in wearing an 8 or 24 jersey for members of the LA Kings. And I've been showing bits and pieces of my interview with Sarah Avampado from Locked on Kings. You know, we're, we're frenemies. We're, you know, we have opposite podcasts, but we are friends. And, you know, hearing her talk about it before the game, and I have to, you know, give a shout out to Sarah because, you know, we messaged each other before the game. You know, I messaged stuff about the Ducks game. She was at Staples Center. So she was showing me pictures outside Staples Center of all the tributes going on outside LA Live, outside Staples Center. And she said it was somber out there. It was kind of quiet outside of Staples Center, which is very weird. Because normally on a day game, a lot of hustle, a lot of bustle, some excitement. The Lightning were in town. But to hear that it was just that quiet out there, it was a bit surreal. And the Kings also had a special tribute to Kobe Bryant. And Bob Miller, the legendary Bob Miller, was there at Staples Center to ask everyone for a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. You know, that was spectacular in the job they did in L.A. as well. So, you know, great job by both SoCal hockey teams to pay tribute. These were the first sport, the first major sporting events in SoCal since that unfortunate incident because, you know, the Ducks were out of town. They were in Arizona on Monday. So this was the Ducks' first home game back. This was the first Kings home game back. And there was supposed to be a Lakers-Clippers game on Tuesday, but that got postponed. So both Anaheim and L.A. at the same time held their tributes to Kobe Bryant before their respective games. And there was a lot of tears, still a lot of shock and grief among the SoCal community. Yes, it does feel weird. I'm not being disingenuous. You know, Kobe was one of my favorite players of all time. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. Every time I shoot a waste paper basket, I still shout Kobe. And Sarah can attest to this because I did that at Toyota Arena uh, before the All-Star. You know, plenty of people that were there can attest that I still do the whole Kobe thing while shooting a waste basket or shooting something in the waste basket. So that's how much he meant to everyone as a whole. Um, after the first intermission, we'll talk about that last Ducks game against the Arizona Coyotes. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking about ducks and coyotes. 
And this game took place on Wednesday night. I didn't talk about it on Thursday because Thursdays are usually reserved for the Goals podcast. So this is about two days late. But the Anaheim Ducks played Arizona once again. Just like earlier in the season, the Ducks had the upper hand on Phoenix. I'm sorry, Arizona. Uh, We kick it off on the first period where Troy Terry dished a nice pass to Adam Henrique. Rico's 16th goal of the season to make it one nothing Anaheim. And a half later, Vinny, Vinny Hinestroza got his fifth of the season to make it 1-1. And then we go to the second goal for Adam Henrique, where there was some pressure going on, some great back-checking done by the Anaheim Ducks. And a lot of credit going to Andre Kasha on this play, who, again, is kind of going all over the place. You know, Andre Kasha... He plays with a light under his belly, had a perfect pass to Adam Henrique, who kind of put it away. Henrique's second of the game, his 17th of the season, to make it 2-1 to one Anaheim. And this was with about four minutes left in the first. Maybe a minute later, if that, Adam Henrique had a golden opportunity to get a hat trick in one period. Yes, he almost had it. Uh, that led to actually that was from a Max Jones tripping penalty so Anaheim was on the PK Rico was not only looking for a hat trick he was looking for a shorty hat trick and he damn near got it it was close so maybe maybe a couple inches away because it did graze off the post so it was 2-1 Anaheim after one period second period Hampus Lindholm uh, shot one from afar and that went in for his second of the year made it 3-1 Anaheim yeah Nick Delorier and the Elite One seed Derek Grant got a point on that one. Uh, later on in that period, Lawson Cruz got his 12th of the season for Arizona to make it 3-2. to two. And then in the first period, Anaheim nearly got a shorthanded goal. The last goal of the game, this was a shorthanded goal. And this one was just excellent forechecking by the Anaheim Ducks. And it was done because there was a penalty late. Uh, Nick Ritchie got a roughing penalty you know, Nick Ritchie, you know, got himself in the penalty box a lot on this game twice in the second period. So Nick Ritchie was in the box. And then with about 45 seconds left in the third period, uh, Derek Grant stole a pass as he was trying to forecheck back. Like he was really being aggressive out there. That's why he is the elite 1C, folks. Derek Grant swiped the pass away, kind of poke checked at it then passed it to his left to a streaking Carter Rowney, who got his sixth goal of the season, a shorty, to make it 4-2 to two Anaheim after two periods. Third period, John Gibson all the way. In fact, John Gibson made a couple of very spectacular saves, including one in the middle of the game with his glove hand. Barely got it, barely got in there. Excellent saving by John Gibson. He was a clear star of the show. He only... Saw 27 shots, saved 25 of them, but that was just enough to get the Ducks the victory as they beat the Arizona Coyotes once again, 4-2. to Yeah, Arizona does not do well at Honda Center. In fact, both times this season, got to go back to opening night, even on the preseason game. And now, Anaheim just has the Oats number at Honda Center. And coming up after the second intermission, we'll talk more about this game Stay locked in.
Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we'll talk a little bit more about the Ducks' last game against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, the Ducks outshot Arizona 32-27. to Most of those coming uh, pretty early on, where Anaheim just started off firing. They were pretty aggressive early on, I would say. The shots on goal at the beginning was 12-12, to then it was 12-10 Anaheim. Third period was a very defensive battle, 8-5 Anaheim. But both teams came out really firing. Uh, John Gibson got a star in the game, so did Hampus Lindholm. And Rico got the first star of the game. Adam Henrique nearly getting a hat trick in the first period. I thought he was going to get it, personally. I thought Adam Henrique was really going for it throughout the game. In fact, Adam Henrique, he was really looking to get that hat trick. He had, um, I think, four shots on goal. And two of those shots, or one of those shots went off the post, so it didn't count as a shot on goal. There was another one later in the game where I thought it was going in as well. So, you know, Rico going for it. Jakob Silverberg is back, by the way, after giving, um, after his wife gave birth to their daughter, Flora. Jakob Silverberg came back, and he came back firing six shots on goal. He was very, very aggressive throughout the entire game. And so were most of the Ducks. I think the back check was a lot better than we'd seen in the recent past. Uh, the penalty kill was very good. Arizona was 0 for 5 on the power play. The Ducks were 0 for 4, but at least the Ducks are doing better as far as their cycling on the power play. They're getting better shots. They're getting better shot opportunities. And at least the penalty kill has been very good. The Ducks got yet another shorthanded goal, and they're doing their best impersonation of their AHL counterparts, the San Diego goals. Of course, San Diego has 12 shorties, and Anaheim is trying to recreate that very well. Uh, one more item before we head off. Uh, this last segment is being recorded at a different time. You know, travel and just stuff going on. Um, the Anaheim Ducks just released this a few minutes ago that John Gibson is going to be wearing a Kobe Bryant tribute mask tonight at the Honda Center as they take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. And this mask is just a thing of beauty. Um, on the left side, it has the number 24. It has the years 2009-2010 with Kobe's last two championships. And there's a nice little silhouette of Kobe um, in the air. And the last star has 81 for the 81-point game that Kobe had. And, of course, there's the L.A. skyline. Um, on the other side of the mask, it's the number 8, and it has stars of his first three titles with Shaq in 2000, 2001, 2002, that 3 P era back in the day. And that side also has a brick wall attached to it. And then we get to the meat and potatoes. The top of the mask has a Ducks logo, but within the Ducks logo is a silhouette of Kobe Bean Bryant with black mamba on it. And... The little symbol, the Kobe Bryant symbol that you see on his shoes, that's also on there. And the back, I mean, the back is what really drives it home, is you have Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. Um, Kobe's hugging his daughter. Uh, their backs, it's showing their backs. It shows her number two, his number 24. Additionally, it also shows the names of the seven other victims who perished in that helicopter crash out in Calabasas over the weekend. 
So if you guys get to Honda Center early tonight, make sure you get out there for warm-ups. You can see that sweet mask up close. It's a very touching tribute, and really, it's it's, it's everything. It's just so great to see uh, Gibson wearing this mask tonight. Can't wait to see it. With that, it's a good place to end right there. Uh, you can download today's podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And last week, there was a lot of all-star posts on my personal account. So be sure to keep checking that for some hockey updates. And I want to thank you all listening. Be sure to subscribe if you have not already. And again, this show would not be possible without all of you all listening. So thank you all. If you know any Ducks fans that might be interested in hearing a daily podcast about their favorite hockey team, let them know. And tell them about Locked on Ducks. And I want to hear from you all. Like, comment, leave a five-star rating, and chat hockey with me at LO underscore Ducks. Or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself, I'm grateful to work in hockey, and I'm very grateful to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. For Locked On Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, everyone. I'll hopefully see you at the arena, and stay cool, Anaheim.